If you have the desire to write, draw, paint, perform, speak or act, right now it might feel like a hobby or something that you used to do. But I want you to uncover that creative gift and bring it back to life. This is about honoring your creativity, making space for it in your life and overcoming resistance to creating. If you're ready to unlock your own creativity to find ultimate soul restoration and life transformation, you're in the right place. I'm your girl. Grab your pen or your paints. Let's go. Before we dive in, I want to let you know I've got a couple of mentorship sessions for April available. This is for you if you are stuck in your creative flow, whether you're a painter, dancer, writer, or you're experiencing that writer's block. You really want that poem or that first draft written. You want the manuscript in your hand, and you're ready to plan it in and finally put pen to paper. I would love to be your mentor through this process. I have been a writer for over a decade, both in my career and my personal life. I finished a few manuscripts and I know what it's like to get stuck on content creation. But the best part is you don't have to stay there. I want to help you get free from all the what ifs and the what should I's and the what should I write and the how do I get started and all the other questions that are spinning through your brain. And I want you to get to work. Let me hold your hand through this experience so you can stop thinking about it and start creating. Email me at hello at theunlockedcreative.com. I'm so excited to bring you this chat with my special guest about her creative life. We spoke about where it all started, from polymer clay to drawing to the release of her picture book, Bunny Girl, The First Adventure. Here is author-illustrator Holly Jane. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Siobhan. Nice to be here. Of course, we need to start our chat with the key question, which is, what is your favourite cereal? Oh, um, that's a really good question. <laughs> um, I've, I'm really partial to, um, you know, like oat clusters. Any cereal that has that is is pretty good. But um, I also like um, Cheerios. Yeah. <laughs> because they, they feature in your book, Bunny Girl, a little bit, don't they? They do, yes. She loves her cereal and so do I. (laughs) Yeah, why not? Mm. What is the first thing you remember ever making and thinking, yes, this is it, this is the thing that I want to be doing? Ooh, um, I think it was probably in art class in grade four, Um, I was first introduced to polymer clay and like always kind of like making things at home and stuff, but mainly just paper and drawing. Yeah, introduced to polymer clay and I made a little white mouse (laughs) with a pink tail and loved it. I remember, yeah, because you put it in the oven and it goes hard and then you've got a little figurine to keep. But yeah, I remember taking that home and going, I want some of this clay <laughs> and I want to make things. <laughs> and um, yeah, that was probably my first love and, um, and had been working with polymer clay ever since. So, and that just grew to doll making and all sorts of things. I love it. So you started out with polymer clay and then yeah. these other creations. 
Yes. I just found Paul McClay very versatile. Jewellery as well, but yeah, always drawn a little bit, but a, a bit more now into drawings. I don't get to play with clay as much, but always fun when I do. You're a writer and an artist with kind of a lot happening. So how do you choose what to focus on? At the moment, it's mostly all, all bunny girl <laughs> at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um book and we're working on book two so I really don't have a lot of time for anything else if I do get a spare time or you know sometimes you'll get an idea for something else uh, you want to draw or maybe um, an idea for clay that I usually just write down somewhere there's notes in my phone there's notes in my ipad (laughs) about things I want to make in the future when I have time so yeah, just try and keep a little record of ideas for a later date. And how do you feel when you're creating something and why do you do it? I just love it. I love the idea of making something from nothing, you know, just getting the initial idea and seeing it grow into and change, often change from what you initially thought it would be, particularly with doll making. I usually get like a a certain idea for a doll or a fairy and how I want her to look. And then by the time she's sort of been sculpted and, (laughs) you know, many things can change. So, yeah, I just love the idea of um, because I make the dolls from uh, first they're a wire frame and then foil is put over that tape. So, yeah, it's actually from nothing and then you're sculpting the doll over that with clay. And then seeing it, you know, be a little a little humanoid being <laughs> in the end <laughs> is really uh, satisfying. Yeah. And with the comics and drawing and that, same thing but a little different. Just seeing how your idea changes from that initial spark is just always just, yeah, love it. Your picture book. Funny Girl, The First Adventure, was released in 2020. Mm-hmm. Where did your ideas for Bunny Girl come from? So Bunny Girl was, she was first a little Paula McClay figure I made, just, you know, um, playing around with clay one day. I often make sort of human characters or, you know, cartoon sort of characters in clay. So, and I thought, oh, I'll just put her in a bunny suit. That's not really unheard of for me. <laughs> I've made little bunnies and things out of felt and, yeah, and I I just really liked her. I thought, you know, it had to be pink. I love pink. Mm-hmm. So her suit had to be a pink bunny suit. And really I've always loved uh, collecting vinyl toys and that, so I was going for a look of, you know, that she could be a vinyl toy in a way. Yeah, put that to one side and thought, yeah, she's cute. And then sometime later I was... Uh, started designing enamel pins and then I designed the cereal box pin, the cereal love club pin and thought, oh, that's cute, but it needs a character on it. You know, cereal boxes tend to have some sort of character on the front and I thought, oh, I'll put bunny girl on it. And then I was like, well, you know, a cereal box with a girl in a bunny suit on it, you know, that there's got to be a story there. And I thought, I'm, I'm going to write one. And even if it's just a small comic or 
I really wanted to do a zine, but I, I'd never done one before. And I thought, oh, I'm just going to make a little one and draw it myself and print it at Officeworks and see how that goes. <laughs> and it took me about, oh, it took me over a year to finish that. Printed it myself and put it in my Etsy shop and sold a couple. And um, my publisher actually found me on Instagram and bought the Bunny Girl zine and the Serial Love Club pin and then messaged me and said, would I like to make a picture book about Bunny Girl? <laughs> oh, wow. And I, I still, even when I talk about that, I'm floored <laughs> because um, I've always loved kids' books, picture books, uh, reading to my son and everything. So, and and always toyed with the idea of a kids' book someday. I didn't know. I would, would never have guessed it would have been Bunny Girl. <laughs> but something like that. So, yeah, it's just been amazing. Can you tell us about the theme of your book? The theme is, um, I suppose, kindness and friendship. Bunny Girl just wants to be a really great friend or a super friend, as I call it, and help those in need. So I think kids, particularly uh, school-age kids, you know, with their friendships and how they're formed and, well, for my son, he's um, on the autism spectrum and has struggled socially and he's got a lovely group of friends around him and that and has since prep. But, yeah, I had him in mind <laughs> when writing about it. Yeah, and did you did you write and draw and then the story came together? How did that work for you? Um, the first book, yeah, I sort of did both. I think because it's told in comic panels, it's quite visual, so having a storyboard at the same time as writing it was important because sometimes I could say things with just a picture and there didn't need to be text, uh, which I loved and thought was quite good for early readers to just pick up on what's happening in the story by just looking at the picture, you know. Uh, with book two, the story sort of came first and I just wrote if I got an idea for a picture or something to go with what was happening in the text, I sort of just put a note to the side. So slightly different this time. I think because the first one, we had most of the story from the zine I created. We just brought more into it and a, a longer story because that was quite short. Can you tell us about a little bit more about the format of Bunny Girl? Yeah, so it's a picture book told in comic panels. So we like to think of it as sort of an introduction to graphic novels for early readers. So it's really great uh, for them also, but also adults, you know, and um, older readers to enjoy with a younger reader. Do you read graphic novels yourself? I don't really. I've sort of come into comics later on in life, but I don't have any that I read <laughs> currently. Um, it's been since I, Bunny Girls come out and then, you know, the more that you're sort of looking into the genre and that I've, I've seen some that I would am quite keen to get my hands on now, <laughs> um, sort of opened up another world, uh, which is wonderful. So, and who are you most influenced by? Um, 
I feel like it comes from everywhere. I think uh, my childhood and my mum and dad, uh, big influence, things from my childhood in particular, uh, toys from the 80s and cartoons from the 80s, so uh, Strawberry Shortcake, Charmkins. <laughs> I love Strawberry Shortcake. <laughs> Care Bears, I mean, yes. yeah, I, I think what I loved about and still love about those cartoons and those toys were, you know, the innocence of it. There was definitely a, a sweetness to those sort of shows that I feel like some of the kids' shows today and kids, in particular girls' toys, uh, are lacking. I liked that, you know, Strawberry Shortcake wore a pink frilly dress and <laughs> and now they t- those dolls sort of wear jeans, and which is fine, <laughs> but I liked uh, that siren and definitely, you know, all the pastel colours and continue to always make me happy. Yeah, I mean, you know, we don't have to go one or the other. We can wear jeans and we can wear frilly things. Yes, <laughs> exactly. What's the biggest challenge for you as an artist and as a writer, would you say? I feel like my biggest challenge is time <laughs> sometimes. Uh, I, I work full time as well and I have a son who's autistic, so my time is pretty precious and, uh, yeah, if I could have one wish in life, it would be more time <laughs> to do it all. <laughs> I, I love working on Bunny Girl and also have, you know, other ideas that I'd like to, particularly clay work, I think I'm missing a little bit, <laughs> just more time. How do you currently manage it? What would be your top tips for writers and artists? Time is our resource and it, it is so precious. Mm. It's a tough one. Um, I try to plan out my time. In saying that, I don't really write a schedule (laughs) and stick to it. I kind of just plan it out in my head. I'm lucky that I am a single parent, but my son's father's in his life and also has him 50% of the time. So I know not everyone is lucky to have that. So when my son isn't here, I make sure I plan out what that evening looks like. (laughs) So if I've worked all day, you know, make sure I put in a couple of hours to knock some drawing out, Uh, weekends too, uh, just finding pockets of time. (laughs) Mm. If my son's busy with something, he's rediscovered Lego. So he's always loved Lego. Yes. Um, (laughs) But um, he's never really built on his own. So if he's busy with that or his iPad, then I need to have my iPad in my hand and be drawing. <laughs> I think just try and plan out your time. Even when I'm exhausted like I was last night, <laughs> had worked all day, finally put my son to bed. It was about 9.30 after I would showered <laughs> and I'm like, I really should do some drawing and I didn't feel like it, but I made myself do something, you know, Mm-hmm. even if it's just for 20 minutes. And I felt really good afterwards. So I think sometimes it's easy to give and say, I'm too tired and I know probably a lot of people don't want to hear this. <laughs> but just if you put in just your last bit of the day and then switch off because sleep is important too, obviously. 
Now, the title is of your book is Bunny Girl, The First Adventure. When is your next book coming out? September. We're hoping September of this year. So, yeah, just currently drawing for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty busy. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I'm really excited. Uh, story is mostly done, so we're, we're pretty happy. And now just sketching, which is my favourite part. Do you prefer writing or are they both kind of equally enjoyable for you? Um, I probably would have said drawing, but I really enjoyed writing for book as well. You know, you, you work with Paula McClay, you're an illustrator, you're an author. One of the challenges that a lot of people have when they love creating things so much is focusing. Mm. But it seem like do you sort of think about what it is that you need to focus on and you kind of focus on that one craft like illustrating and then do you say, okay, for the next couple of weeks it's writing or is it more like, I mean, it's a bit different when you have a deadline, you mm. but is it more like how you feel about creating? How do you decide what to focus on? I think, yeah, when there's something that has to be done or a deadline, that takes up all the time. But um, if I'm not doing that and my spare time, I can decide what I'm working on. Um, yeah, I've got things that are half done <laughs> and I sort of um, flip to the next project and and other times I feel I am quite focused. If I'm really enjoying one thing in particular, like say a, a big drawing or something that I've been working on for a while, yeah, I tend to want to see it finished. Other projects are just sitting around half done, particularly ones that are hands-on like uh, miniatures and uh, figurines and dolls. Holly, where can we find Bunny Girl and everything that you do too? So Bunny Girl can be found through Burbay Publishing online and also all good bookstores online and in person. And online you can find my drawings and other things I make uh, mostly on Instagram. My name on there is Art of Holly Jane. And there's Facebook and Twitter as well. Same name, Art of Holly Jane. Wonderful. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, thank you for having me. It's been lovely to talk to you too. And that was author-illustrator Holly Jane. I'd really love to hear from you. Do you remember the first thing you ever made? What was it? I'd love for you to share it in our private Facebook group, The Unlock Creative Community. It's a private group made up of like-minded creatives, finding and rediscovering our creative outlets and supporting each other along the way. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Till we meet again, same time next week. Take care.